You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you very much for tuning in. Good Friday show for you. We've got a late-breaking engagement that happened last night on Instagram, if you didn't see that, in Bachelor Nation. Going to talk to you a little bit about what's coming next week in regards to spoilers. We have another host in the Bachelor Nation podcast world quitting. I'm going to give you an update on my Achilles. Haven't done that in a few months. Got stuff going on there. I'm not going to go into everything on the traders, but I do want to talk a little bit about the traders. You know, Rachel Riley was my guest yesterday on the podcast. I finished it. I knew I would. I was hooked, and I finished the last six episodes last night, and um, we'll talk about it. I'm not going to get into spoilers, though. I'll wait till at least Monday to give you guys the weekend to watch the show. And then, unfortunately, a very sad death in the uh, celebrity world, so we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve21 and use code RealitySteve21. That's going to get you 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve21. Then use the promo code RealitySteve21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. If you don't remember the URL, that's okay. Go to the episode description wherever you listen to your podcast. Click on the HelloFresh link. It'll bring you right to the landing page. Buy what you want. Then use that promo code RealitySteve21 at checkout for, like I said, 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, let's get started. I guess right off the bat, the the latest breaking news late last night on his Instagram, Nick Vial posted that he got engaged to his girlfriend, Natalie. They've been dating a couple of years. Congratulations. He's still a prick. Next story. All right. Spoilers are going to come next week. And like I told you earlier this week, I'm at a stage where, you know, the show starts the following Monday and we're sitting here, and I've gotten information in regards to stuff that happens, more information on stuff that happens on the first night. I've got some stuff that happens while they're still at the mansion, and I've found out some stuff that happens while they're traveling. Um, I wouldn't say any. I don't have the. I don't have the breakdown of the final three yet, but I wouldn't say any of this is like earth-shattering news. But it's more information uh, to know about what happens this season, and some of it is detailed and some of it isn't. But I think at this point with the season starting Monday and the fact that I haven't really posted anything new since November 15th when I gave you all the spoilers up to Final Three, figure um, I if I can get more information over the weekend, great. If not, I'll probably just give you what I can. But I know what's coming. It's going to be, Steve, but what about this? Wait, you said this is, you heard this happen, but what about this? Uh, and you're going to have all these questions And I don't think I'm going to have answers to them because if I did, I would just lay it out there for you and all the details of what I know. So I will just give you what I can. And as it plays out, we'll see, oh, okay, look at it this way. And, oh, okay, maybe we should look at it this way. But it's some interesting stuff for sure. Um, You know, I know that Jesse Palmer is promoting this season as, oh, a love story. We're not going to focus as much on the drama. And, look, there's drama every season. If you really think that they're just going to focus on – 
all the dates and how wonderful they are and Zach's connection with everybody. Sure, he's going to have a connection with, with multiple women, but every lead has connections with multiple women. It's what happens back at the mansion or what happens back at the hotel when Zach is out on a date or what happens at the after party on a group date. I mean, do you think all these women are all going to get along and nobody's going to fight with anybody else or nobody's going to say anything in an ITM that's going to ruffle some feathers? Of course they are. It's the way the show works. It's the way that it's the reason it's been on the air for 20 years. It's the reason we're in season 47. You know, this is the way it goes. (laughs) And you can't change that. They're not all of a sudden going to change their formula that has worked for them for 20 years and, well, technically I guess this would be season 46 because it's the 27th season of The Bachelor and we've had 19 completed seasons of The Bachelorette. So this is the 46th season of the show. And if you want to throw in three Bachelor pads, that would bring us to 49 and eight Bachelor in Paradises, that brings us to 57. They've had 57 seasons of this show, and every single one of them had a shit ton of drama involved in it to keep you hooked and to keep you interested. If you honestly think that this season is going to have none and they're going to focus on the love story, I don't know what to tell you, but don't get your hopes up for that. So on the podcast front... In case you didn't see it yesterday, the Clickbait Podcast, hosted by Natasha and Joe, grocery store Joe. Natasha announced yesterday that she was quitting the podcast. She has said that she wants to kind of carve her own niche in the podcast world, but doesn't want to do it under the Bachelor umbrella, doesn't really want to watch the show anymore, and she said she hasn't been comfortable with the last six months or so of some of the things that have happened within the franchise. Didn't go into detail on that. But I think that says a lot. You've got Natasha quitting her clickbait podcast. Tasha quit Bachelor Happy Hour. Mike Johnson's podcast with Brian just all of a sudden disappeared. The Talking It Out podcast, we don't necessarily know why. They just had a final episode and said, oh, yeah, by the way, this is our last episode. Didn't give any reasons. So I think reading between the lines, it's very obvious that – um. Natasha just didn't want to be a part of this because of a a lot of the problematic storylines that have been handled and mishandled, really, uh, by the Bachelor franchise. I mean, let's face it. This was an all-white show for the longest time. I mean, literally from its inception until the summer of 2020 when everything went down, this was an all-white show. It was always white leads. It was always white contestants, and there was always running jokes about the token black contestant who, you know, oh, they're black, oh, they're not even making it past the first night. And it was just, that's the way it was. And then you look at the statistics of it, yeah, they were getting eliminated on the first night. We all remember the the joke about Brad Womack's two seasons. You take his two seasons and the group pictures that they take on the first night, like 50 women total between two seasons, and I think one of them was black. I might be wrong. It might even be none. It was like one or none, and it's just embarrassing to look at now. And this show's track record on diversity is horrible. We all know this. It's awful. But then 2020 came around, and they decided to finally change their ways. And then three of the next four leads, Matt James, Tasha Adams, Michelle Young, uh, three of the next four were black. And it was like, okay, they're at least trying. But now, ever since Michelle Young... Who have we had as our leads? Clayton, Gabby, 
Rachel, Zach. So I don't know. I said it at the time. I'm like, okay, hey, three of our last four leads have been black. Is it going to be every other season? Is it going to be every third season? How is it going to go? And now we've had, it's almost like they're making up for it because we've had four leads in a row now who have been white. So I don't know where the show is headed in terms of their diversity. They claim they're doing better. They have, I know they have hired behind the scenes um, a, a lot more. They've definitely gone racially diverse behind the scenes. There are a lot more black producers um, that are on the show. So that has helped. But. You know, four straight seasons uh, of white leads. We'll see what happens going forward. We just don't know yet, to be honest with you. And, but it's starting to make sense now. Why Tasha quit? Why Natasha's quitting? We don't know about Mike yet. Why he left? But it, I think the writing is on the wall. And it's great and all to have a podcast fronted by the show, and you're a bachelor affiliated podcast, but. Man, it it can only go so far because you can't call them out for stuff. You have to toe the company line. You can't just rip into them for certain things. You can criticize here and there, and you can say, I wish they would have handled this better. But I'm talking about, I know that those hosts were frustrated, and I just don't think they ever let out how they truly feel. So, because they couldn't, they just quit, which is, it makes sense. Because if I was in their shoes, I'd do the same thing. You know, I don't know anything against Natasha. I don't know Natasha at all. I've never spoken to Natasha at all. I don't really talk about Natasha ever because she didn't really do, she was she was there on Peter's season, but even though she lasted long, she didn't, she wasn't involved in any drama really. The stuff that happened to her on Paradise sucked. I That was the one time I probably did talk about her, and I was with everybody else. Like, I cannot believe that Brendan did her that way. It was awful. Um, as far as I know, the only time that, you know, Tasha has really brought me up uh, was during the, the whole Demi incident, and I listened to the podcast they did when they spent an hour talking about me. And no, she's clearly not a fan of mine, but... I'm not sitting here and being like, oh, I'm not a fan of her either. I just, she's, I, I don't, I don't know her work well enough to even have much of an opinion on her as a talk show host or a podcast host. Um, the only real extensive work of hers that I've ever heard was the podcast she did where they talked about me for an hour. And yes, I still have it recorded. It's still on my phone. And did she have a bunch of factually incorrect things? That she said about me? Yes. But with that said, I have no problem with her quitting that show because I don't think she should have been on it. And I don't think that she needs to. I I think she has every right to go out and start her own niche and get out of the Bachelor bubble and get out of the Bachelor umbrella. So good luck to her uh, in her future endeavors. So what I haven't done in a while is update you on my Achilles we are right over five months since I had my surgery. I had my surgery on August 10th. I started physical therapy on November 1st, and I basically did it through the end of the year. I have not been in the new year. So I had two months of physical therapy. I think it was about 20 sessions total. And, you know, everything looks great. I'm improving. It was 
I mean, my, my range of motion from my first appointment to my 20th appointment, it was, you know, when I first got there, I was like, man, I just feel like this is going to take forever. And look, any of you who have ever had a torn Achilles, or if you're going to have one in the future, just know you are in for a long recovery. This is not something that you can heal quickly. I'm five months in, about two weeks ago, maybe a month ago, like mid-December is when I took my boot off and I got off the scooter. So for the last month, I have not needed any assistance walking. And yeah, you wake up in the morning and it feels like almost like a tight rubber band still down in my Achilles. It's just not stretched out. And so I still do stretches at home. And I still have a little bit of a gimp when I walk, a little bit, but it's getting better every day. I can actually, I can do calf raises just standing. Uh, When I first got to physical therapy that first day, I tried to do a calf raise, just push up on my calves, and I could not even come close. Like I was telling my foot to do it, and it just wouldn't move. And now I can do it. So I'm still building up strength. Obviously, my left leg is still a little bit skinnier than my right leg, and but I'm getting there, and it's just going to take more time. I know that jogging slash running won't happen for another three months. It's usually nine to 12 months before any sort of jogging and running starts, and then after about a year, you know, I don't know, call it sprinting, but, I, you know, it, we'll just have to see. But right now, I'm walking. Have a little bit of a, a gimp, but I have not worn anything for a month. I don't need my scooter anymore. I don't need my boot, and it's it's just it's just bizarre. It's bizarre that it's been five months. Like it seems like it's flown by now. When I look at it, at the time I was going through it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But here we are, five months later, and I'm walking again, and everything is pretty much back to normal. I took the seat out of my shower. I can actually stand up in the shower again. That's been for the last month. I mean, that's been probably the biggest thing for me. The thing that I'm most excited about is I can stand in the shower. So, yeah, um, no seat anymore. Um, Yeah, just getting in and out of place, getting in and out of the car, and just not having to worry about my scooter and loading it into the back seat of my car, then hopping to the front seat and just, yeah, everything's back to normal. It's still a little bit tight. And it's just going to take more time. So anybody who's had the injury probably knows exactly what I'm going through. If you haven't had it, man, I just suggest don't ever tear your Achilles. It's just not fun. It's not like any sort of pain. I've never taken one painkiller. I've never taken one bit of medicine to alleviate anything. It just really affects your day-to-day living for at least the first three months. And... I just, yeah, I I recommend never tearing your Achilles. That's my advice. Don't tear your Achilles, people. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the traders as well. Rachel Riley came on the podcast yesterday. We broke it down, even though we didn't go into spoilers. The whole season is out. All 10 episodes have dropped on the Peacock streaming app. And I finished all remaining six episodes yesterday And I'm not going to go over spoilers right now. I'm going to give you guys a little bit more time to watch it. Hopefully you can watch it this weekend at some point. You've got three days to watch all 10 episodes. But I'm telling you, let me just say this. If you like Survivor and you like Big Brother, it's almost impossible not to like the Traders. You will really enjoy it. 
I was hooked. I knew I was going to be hooked after watching the first episode. And then as it was going on and seeing things play out, I I loved it. The thing is, I've got one major question that I'm really confused on right now. Obviously, I'm not going to present it to you guys because that would ruin a spoiler for later on in the season. But I think I'm going to text Rachel tomorrow or even ask to talk to her so I can go over the season with her. There's a couple smaller things in episodes like between 6 and 10 that I'm like, wait, what about this? What about this? But I do want to ask about one major thing that I'm really confused on that kind of had to do with the ending. Actually, two things that had to do with the ending. The ending is really good. You're going to like it. Um, man, I wish we could talk about this. But, I, yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you guys because – if I tell you what happens at the end now, you'll just not appreciate it. You'll just be like, oh, okay. And it's much better to watch than just be told what happened on that particular season. Like I said, I don't care to be spoiled about anything in my life other than Bachelor. Or I only want to be spoiled about Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise in my life. Nothing else in my life is spoiled. I don't read the end of books first. I don't want to know what happens at the end of a movie before I go see it. If anything comes out about a, a TV show that I'm watching and there's spoilers out there, I don't want to know. Bachelor is the only thing in my life that I have spoiled. So, for myself, not that I'm spoiling. So, I don't want to do that for other people because I think it ruins. I think it ruins the experience. And watching the traders. I want I want I want you guys to watch it and I want you guys to react to it to me. If you want to DM me, if you want to email me about it, go ahead. Because I want to know what people th- think of the ending and how it played out. Because like I said, I've got two questions and I will go over I'm going to tell you those two questions on Monday and I'll have spoken to Rachel by then to see what she says about it, because obviously I trust her opinion on it the most since she was there and she she was on the show and she lived the show. Hell, she might even be part of that finale. Who knows? I don't want to spoil anything for you. One thing that Rachel did tell me that I do agree with when I was telling her, man, I'm really enjoying this show. This was like episode five or six. I texted her. And I'm like, this is getting good. I really enjoy it. I hope there's a season two. And she's like, yes, me too. She goes, I really hope that I wish she goes, I, my suggestion would be doing all reality show cast or all regular people cast mixing, mixing and matching 10 and 10. Not that she hated it because she did say that she has remained friends with some of the regular people. I I can, I can get behind that. I could see, and maybe maybe like season two is just real, 20 reality show contestants, and then maybe if they do a season three, just regular people. Let's just see how it goes. Especially if they do a reality show season where all the contestants are reality show contestants and they have a past together, that'll make it so much more interesting. And you'll you'll still get interesting if you, find, if you field a cast of 20 regular people because that's no different than Survivor. Survivor still puts on good seasons about 20 people that we don't even know until... The first episode airs, so I'm fine with that. And uh, Monday, I'll dig into a lot deeper of the traders. Tell you what Rachel said. Tell you my thoughts, and hopefully by then you've seen it. If not, I'll just tell you to mute because I'm going to talk about it. And finally, a uh, a sad note. 
I'm sure you saw yesterday, two days after appearing at the Golden Globes, Lisa Marie Presley went into cardiac arrest yesterday and died at the age of 54. Sad story, but it's almost like, obviously I'm not going to say I'm glad, but the fact that she got to go to the Golden Globes and see Austin Butler. She got to see him win. She's been very, I read a lot of interviews. She's been very complimentary. She loved how he immersed himself in the character, and she loved how the movie portrayed her father. And, you know, I think she, I, I believe she is the only child of Elvis and Priscilla Presley, if I'm not mistaken. I think, I'm, I, think I read that. And, you know, Lisa Marie has been around for a while. You remember? She was married to Michael Jackson for a couple of years. Remember when that whole thing went down? How crazy that was? And, you know, but, man, just horrible news. You know, goes into cardiac arrest and, and dies same day, only at the age of 54. A really sad story, but like I said, almost a, a almost a silver lining that she at least got to go to the Globes on Tuesday and see a movie about her father get rewarded, you know? So thoughts and prayers to the Presley family. That's tragic news. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. That's much appreciated. The Sports Daily will drop in about an hour from now. A lot of talk about NFL playoff weekend. And like I said, we will be back on Monday. Going to talk a little bit more about the traders, go into detail, and anything else that may happen in Bachelor Nation. Get you ready for next week's more spoilers and info that is coming about uh, Zach's season for next week. So thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you on Monday. See you.